0: So here we go with another Books of the Year uh, podcast as the producer eats another biscuit, passes round the biscuits. <laughs> I'm we... on a Starvy, so I'm not having any biscuits. Oh, you're not so... on this 5-2, and uh, two, yeah, the, yeah,
2: yeah, ridiculous, I know. Matt's but, on, but, the five on the 5-2. and I'm on the 5-2, and as you can tell from my svelte figure.
0: Uh, Ariana Neumann is here. Her book is uh, When Time Stopped a Memoir of My Father's War and What Remains. And in another podcast, Ariana has uh, told just some of the incredible stories uh, that you can find... Uh, in this book. The Q&A, though, is slightly different, gives Ariana an opportunity to talk about other books other than her own. Um, Question number one, Ariana, what is the last book you really, really enjoyed?
1: So, I think, I mean, there's so many, but Aravinda Diga's Amnesty is probably the last one I really, really enjoyed. And it's about an undocumented cleaner in Sydney, and it takes place in 24 hours. His name is Danny And you just get straight into his head. And Adiga, who won the Booker, is just an absolutely brilliant writer. And it's a moral dilemma. Danny has witnessed a crime. He knows who committed a murder. And he is very torn because, of course, if he goes and reports the murderer, he will be deported back to Sri Lanka. And it's just beautifully told and gripping and Danny is just sensational. Okay,
0: so to uh, avoid people spooling back and just getting all the detail, the name of the book again is?
1: Amnesty. By? Aravind Adiga.
0: Aravind Adiga. Okay, Uh, that's question number one. Do you have a favourite
1: historian? I do, and I'm um, I'm sort of cross at him, so I I shouldn't really say this, but I will. Simon Sharma is probably my favourite historian. Why are you cross at him? Well, because I sent him my book to Blurb, and he said, I'm reading it, and I love it, and I'll send you a Blurb, and then he didn't. So, you know, if you're listening to this, Simon, come on, you know. No, but he is absolutely brilliant, and he he's a real storyteller, and I like like stories. Um, I'm not that fussed about dates and and things like that I really just like the stories and he's just brilliant a storyteller and I love the fact that he does well he does the history of the Jews but he does French Revolution and he does art history and I think he's he's brilliant.
0: He is is compelling isn't he when when you know whether he's walking in front of your television screen or whether he's telling a story in a book he just has that gift and some people can tell a story on the page and some people can tell it on the screen, but it's rare to find someone who can do both.
1: And he can even sing, actually. I saw him on stage really? the other day, and he can sing. He can well. sing, really? Yeah, he can sing stories.
0: All oh, right, wow. <laughs> OK. I can't off him. I really <laughs> think he sounds like far, too, far too talented. So he'd be your favourite historian. Probably. Um, yeah. Is there a book you'd like to step inside of, where the world is so compelling you'd like to become part of it?
1: Well, I'm torn um, between two, really. I would love to be inside Garcia Marcus's Love in the Time of Cholera, because it's, it's a little bit like the world that I grew up in, in Venezuela, and I want to go back there. But I think really, really, if I had to choose one, I'd want to go inside Peter Pan, because I always actually wanted to be Wendy, and I walk my mm-hmm. dogs in Kensington Gardens, and I just I actually just dream of being Wendy and flying around with Peter.
0: Any, has anyone ever
1: chosen no that? one's picked That's peter a pan very, yeah, very yeah. good
2: answer no, no absolutely thank you I mean, thank yeah, you yeah, wow. yeah, loving that <laughs> uh right this is my favorite question um how long do you give a book or do you always finish it or and believe me we have had some, we have had some people saying i give up if you've not got me after the first two paragraphs so you can be as blunt and but it's important to be honest how long do you give a book
1: so I will look at the title and I will look at the blurbs and I will always read so I'm in a bookshop I will always read the first two paragraphs and if it doesn't grab me if I, there's not, not something there that I like either the writing style I will not buy it once I bought it I'm sort of a cheapskate so I think I really need to sort of you know at least try so I give it about 100 pages I figure that's a fair shot
2: 100 pages really yeah. I mean how long you fifth, well okay I mean <laughs> I'd like to say 50 but if I'm honest it's 10 10, if you've not got me in 10, 10. pages then I because we get sent loads of books if you've not got me within 10 pages what were you doing for those 10 pages well, did you expect <laughs> me to just stick with it I mean a hundred
1: pages okay so 10 I mean but, I mean 10, I mean had I, I'm very happy you stuck with mine I'm not quite <laughs> sure the 10 page, the first 10 pages are that good so keep it in uh, mind for my next one hand over hand over the book
0: here a second I just want to all right so page one. Because also the, first, the opening line is really important. Yeah. Because yeah. oh. some, some people get put off by the opening line if they're really busted. Oh,
1: no. You're going to read my opening line? <laughs>
0: no, I think you can.
1: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we
0: go. So now Ariana reading her opening line so people can judge this. Would you stay with a book like this?
1: There is a question mark almost lost in a sea of names on the walls of an old synagogue in Prague. And the answer to that is yes, yeah, you, would. you would. Of course you would. Yeah.
0: Th- th- is that question mark ah. like I,
1: okay i want to be a part of that
0: okay. excellent describe your book collection ariana
1: oh so it's it's really esoteric I guess I've got lots so I studied French literature and Spanish literature in, at university wow
2: ok so did I so go on did you okay. fill us in yeah. oh, so here I have we, go, kn- we
1: go lots of 19th century and 20th century French ok, okay. poets lots of Balzac lots so of poets. things like that right, well, right. well but not not just poets okay. Balzac and Marguerite Durand. and a guy called Patrick Modiano. oh Modian Spends an
2: entire chapter talking about the opening of a door. Oh, I know. Stand. I know. I, I entirely <laughs> can't agree. Stand her.
1: Oh, I, I love her. Um, and I have masses of poetry. I have loads of Spanish and South American books. Um, and lots of current UK and US writers. Um, and actually much more fiction. So I have very little non-fiction. Except, of course, I have a whole Holocaust shelf because I've, I've had to. And then it's, it's, it's sort of... Merged with my husband's, and my husband, who is from Sheffield, has a completely different background. So he is he he his collection is filled with dark novelists like Hamilton and Patricia Highsmith. He loves Victorian murders, um, and you know murder mysteries, I guess. And he has and plays. So we have pretty much every play that's ever been put on at the Royal Court, is in our house. So. You know, it's it's pretty varied. Wow, you can find pretty much.
2: Yeah,
0: OK. And have you filed it according to author or is it by colour or
1: random? It's definitely not by colour. It's I do have the French on one side and the Spanish on the other. I do have vaguely the fiction on the other. The Holocaust is pretty neatly arranged because I have had to sort of, you know, just use it quite regularly.
2: Are there any books that stand out from your childhood, either being read to you or you reading them yourself?
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, I have to say Aeneid Blyton. I, um, uh-huh. I'm I just absolutely famous five. I, There's I, this character called Georgina, actually. She's George, really. And I really just wanted to be George. She had this great dog and she solved mysteries and she was different and daring. And
0: I used to read, I think I had them read to me, and then... When my kids were a certain age, we, we bought them because they were great. They were adventure stories, and also these kids got let out an awful lot and very yeah. young. They did. Um, also, that I found that I was edit, editing them as I was reading it yeah. because whenever someone a little bit dusky came through, <laughs> it was always them that was the yeah. problem. You know, yeah. if there's a gypsy boy that yes. turns up, guaranteed he's the one that's yeah. going to cause all the difficulty. So you have to kind of edit as you <laughs> as you go through because it was written from a different time.
1: Yeah. No. It's, it's, it's true okay <laughs> sort of, anyway so brilliant. that's good childhood book
0: is your um, do you have a favourite autobiography or biography
1: so I like memoirs more than I like biographies
0: isn't that the same thing really well different, I don't know very slightly
1: different. I suppose autobiography memoir okay, yes perhaps yeah. and I like I like women writers but maybe because I'm a woman I like Joan Didion I think she is brilliant and I like this woman called Dani Shapiro, who's written about five memoirs about her relatively mundane life, but I like the way they—they, they, I like—I like their honesty. They're very honest writers, and I—and I—I I love that actually.
2: Is there a hidden gem of a place where you do uh, your research?
1: So I do my research mostly in archives and by talking to people, but I—I I compile it all. I go to a very unusual place because I think people tend to go to places with lovely views. And um, maybe because I find the weather here so depressing, I go to a basement where it doesn't matter what happens outside. And I go to the basement at the Royal Court Theatre. Um, one, because they've got great coffee. Two, because it's pretty empty and quiet. They've got great Wi-Fi. And they've got really good sausage rolls. So not that I can eat one. All, this I mean, is great. You know. Wow. So, um, yeah. so that, that's where I go. And it's dark and it's quiet and everybody's friendly and you can spend seven hours there and no one looks at you weirdly.
2: I've only been there for parties. You've been to the basement bar. I've been York? to the. Yeah. I have been to the basement yeah. bar.
1: Wait,
0: waiting for. I can't remember what the play was, but it was. Okay. Yeah. It was fine, but it is. But, a, but it's a lovely place.
1: It is, and it's open. It's open in the mornings, and you know, it's, it's, it's just a wonderful, quiet place to work, mm-hmm. and you know, it's, it's the, the place of great writing and. You know, so it's I remember
0: it was a Jack Thorne play, obviously. Oh, yeah. And it, Dave Morrissey was in it. Oh, amazing! basically, yeah. <laughs> Go on. I just can't remember the name of um, it. Oh, uh, anyway. Yeah. yeah. You, you weren't there, so <laughs> that's not Is it uh, uh, a different question? Is there... Uh, obviously, it's a different question. There's no point in asking you the same no. question. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's, but it feels to me like a slightly different question. Is there an author that you like to quote?
1: Oh, so I quote poetry. I'm really, really corny. And Excellent. Great. Go ahead. Oh, God. I, I, I I'm yeah, not sure do I'm the not, poetry now. Really? Am I allowed to sort of say <laughs> yes. this? I, it might be a little rude. Okay, so it's, 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 go on. Well, Yeah, go kind of poetry. There's two. I love Larkin. They F you up, your oh, mum okay. and dad. Uh-huh. Um, they may not mean to, but they do. They fill you up with the faults they had and add a, a few extra just for you. So I quote that a lot, to my children mostly. Um, and then,
0: Mummy said the F word. <laughs> <laughs> That's all
2: anyone remembers. I, I'm,
1: I'm already embarrassing mom, they're teenagers. And then Neruda, just anything that he's written I just think is so beautiful. Um, and there's one actually at the beginning of the of, of the book which is about sitting and the rim um, of the well of darkness and fishing for fallen light with patience.
2: Excellent. Is there a book that always cheers you up?
1: So I don't really read a lot of comedy but what I do is I go back to my poetry collection and I read I read Auden and Larkin and Stevens and this guy that no one's ever heard of which was a modernist Chilean poet called Robert Nderio and it makes me sob and as I'm sobbing whilst I read this I, I, I sort of watch myself and I realise how ridiculous I'm being and that makes me laugh so it cheers me up.
0: Is there a right is it like a social media question I, I don't know what you think of Twitter and Facebook, uh, whether it's useful for your work contacting people, but is there and other writers? Some writers are really good on social media, others less so. Is there someone you follow? Someone you'd recommend?
1: So I'm not so good on social media, but I'm just discovering it. And and yes, so I, I follow. I mean, I think David Baddiel is hilarious. Yeah. And I I love his tweets. And I there's an American writer who writes beautiful short stories called Joyce Carol Oates, and she is very insightful. And. I like I like Matt Haig. I think he's very open about his struggles, and 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 I, I, I find him actually just wonderful to read. Yeah. He comes up a lot, doesn't he? Loads of people choose. Yes, them. he does. And if you want to hear Matt Haig
0: on this podcast, you can scroll back uh, to previous episodes because he was on quite a few about a year ago. Was it summer? Oh, that's cool. the voice of the producer. The voice of the producer who <laughs> finished summer. eating his biscuit. Uh, that's where you can find Matt Haig. Yes, and if Matt's listening. Uh, He's not feeling quite so good at the moment, so um, we wish you uh, a speedy recovery. Uh, Ariana Neumann uh, has written When Time Stopped. If you want to hear Ariana talking about the book in great detail, uh, look for the other Ariana podcast where you got this one. Ariana, thank you very much indeed for coming in. And what's your new mystery going to be?
1: I can't tell. You. Oh, <laughs> still, still you're ready. So smooth as well. Almost worked. But I like the little tilt of the head and the little half smile. That was that was Fat good. good. Fat good. That did. <laughs>